Amen. You know, the, 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 the challenges of the world, interestingly, eh, if it followed you here, it will not follow you back in the name of Jesus. Like I always say, don't participate in the troubles. Don't participate in it. Mm. Respond differently. Respond differently. Once you respond differently, you see that you begin to experience a change. You begin to experience what you have internalized inside. Praise God. So that's why we always encourage you. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Because it is what is inside of you that will come out in the time of challenges. Amen. I think some, some weeks ago, we, we, we had a workers', um, workers um, is it retreat. All right. We had a workers' meeting. And I, and I did one exercise. You know, I, I told them that let's, let's sing that Sunday school song. God has something to say. God has something to say. Listen, listen. Pay close attention for God has something to say. Then they give mic to some people to quote the scripture. Some of them, they don't, after they, as they give them mic, they froze. Praise God. So at the end, at the end of the, at the end of the session, I met one of them. That, she said that she just got, as she got the mic, that she froze. She couldn't remember anything. I said, see, that is how, that is how the situations of life will come and meet you. Is this how you will freeze? <laughs> Praise God. Because you need to respond in faith. It says, if you, you will say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and you will not doubt in your heart. Praise God. The truth is that, we, I know the scripture says, call unto me and I will answer you. But when Jesus came, died, and resurrected, all authority, all power, everything that you require, he collected it and what he handed it over to us. So if you go and call him, if you go and call him in the time of trouble, he wants you to see, because you are already with the water. I've, I asked for water now. They gave me water. Can I tell the protocol guy, please give me water to drink again? It's just for me to open it and what? Drink. Praise God. So you can't, you can't be, you know, um, Archbishop said, was doing one demonstration. He was saying, water, come to me in the name of Jesus. Water, come to me. I, I speak to you. Come to me. But after doing all that thing, the water did not come. He had to go and reach for what? Reach for the water. That is what I'm going to, that's what I'm telling you today. No matter the situation you find yourself, reach to the word and take what belongs to you. I know, I know that they want to cry for God to do something for us. Even Moses, at the time he was at the Red Sea. The Red Sea was in front of him. The Egyptians, the army of the uh, soldiers of the Egyptians, they were coming behind him. And his people that he was rescuing started saying, why did you bring us here to come and die? There was confusion everywhere. He now went, he now went to God. Now say, God, what do we do? Say, God, say, why, why are you crying to me? I've already given you the instruments that you will use to destroy these people. 
He says, stretch your hands over the water and divide it. Praise God. So there's no situation eh, that will come to you that is bigger than you. You've got to, see, you've got to catch this thing, no? You've got to catch it. Because many, that's why many people are disappointed at God. I see so many people. I prayed, I prayed for my mother that was sick and she still died. Bible says, these signs shall follow them that believe. It says, they shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will speak with new tongues. You, 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 you can do it. You can. There are, there are endless, there are endless um, instances I can give. There was, there was a particular time. I don't know if you know Kenneth Hagin. If you know Kenneth Hagin, was a man of God before, but he's late now. I'm going to be with the Lord. And he was, he was in a room and the Holy Spirit was, I think, I think it was Jesus that appeared to him and was talking to him. I was talking to him face to face like this. And a demon, and a demon came in between, in between them and was distracting their conversation. And he couldn't, he couldn't hear what Jesus was telling him again. And interestingly, Jesus continued talking. And that is, listen, Jesus continued talking. He was no longer hearing it. He was now wondering, that why can't Jesus do something now? How will a demon be disturbing our conversation? You see? Until, until he became angry in his spirit and rebuked the devil. And he went away. Then he now asked Jesus, why didn't you do anything? He says, I couldn't do anything. If you didn't do anything, me, I wouldn't do anything because the power is already with you. So the things that you are looking for is with you. All right? So just try to discover what has been done for us. Get into the scripture. Discover what has been done for you. Your health has been taken care of. Your wealth has been taken care of. Everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given unto us. So what else are we looking for? Praise God. So it just, it, this is just dropped into my spirit for me to, for me to let you know. For me to let, for, for me to let you know. That it's, 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 already, it's finished. There's nothing. There's nothing in the hands of Jesus again. He says, all authority. He says, the same way the Father loved me, that's how I've loved you. So what else are you looking for? I gave this instance one time. If you, if you have, maybe you wear glasses and you put it on, top, on your head, all right? And you want to now read something, the reading glasses, and you want to read something, and you are looking for it everywhere. You are looking for it everywhere. You want to now read. You, you, can't, you can't see what you are reading. You are looking for it everywhere. Guess what? You will not find it because it's what? It's already with you. Until you realize that it's with you and wear it, you will never find it elsewhere. You can run from anywhere. You can run from one place to another. You will not see it. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think that's enough. <laughs> All right. So we are, we are, we've been talking about the honor code. All right? So, like I said, every trace 
of failure or success. Or every trace of failure or success can be, can be traced. All right? It can be traced to either an, the honor to God, honor to men, and honor to principles. All failures can be traceable. All failures can be traceable to a dishonorable disposition towards God, towards men, and towards principles. If you dishonor principles, you will also fail. If you dishonor God, failure is inevitable. If you also dishonor men, you will not have access to opportunities. Hallelujah. So for, for honor, honor means, like we have, we have heard, is discerning. You, you have to be discerning. Discerning and the celebration and the rewarding of excellence, of usefulness, and of value. It is what? Discerning the celebration and the rewarding of excellence, of usefulness, and value. It means that you must constantly see usefulness and value in God, in people, and in principles. You must constantly be discerning to see all these things. So today I will just be talking about the dangers of the of of dishonor. The dangers of dishonor. And I'm going to show you in the lives of people in the Bible that dishonored God, dishonored principles, and dishonored men. And these ones they end up they ended up badly. Badly. Praise God. You know, we, we are in a woke generation. Everybody wants their voice to be heard and, you know, they, they want to give their own opinion, which is not bad. But you must know where there is, you, you, there, must, there must always be a boundary so that you will not get into trouble. Hallelujah. So what is dishonor? Let me just go, get this thing out. It means trivializing importance, value. Usefulness, systems, principles, and taking people for granted. Taking people for granted. It means trivializing importance, value, usefulness, systems, principles, and taking people for what? Granted. Have you seen people that, that they explain some people's successes away? They try to explain their successes away. Some people have done something great. They say, mm, you don't know what you need to do for back. <laughs> yes, he actually did something at the back. What did he do at the back? He was diligent. You did not see all those ones. <laughs> he did some things that brought him to where he is. So every, many people think that people that succeed, many, everybody is fraud. No. Or maybe everybody cheated. Or everybody played a fast one. No. If you are thinking like that, your, your thinking is wrong. Your thinking is wrong. They are still, they are still very good people. You, do, do you know what Elijah, Elijah actually thought that uh, he was the only one that was serving God? But you know what God told him? Oga, calm down. Be coming down. Be coming down. I still have how many? How many did he say? 7,000. 7,000. That have not bowed 
that have not bowed. Praise God. So you must, you must learn to celebrate other people's successes. You must be able to celebrate them. Celebrate them. That is how to honor. That is how to give honor. You know, you, you see comment sessions. Ah, is it, I like to just go to comment sessions and just be seeing how people think. You just be saying this one, this one, that one. Eh? <laughs> uh, no, recently, Lionel Messi moved to MLS and they've just been abusing the league. That the league is full of farmers, full of this. I now saw one beautiful comment. The person said, when he was in Europe, that he played with all the best players from all over the world. And in one year, he scored 91 goals. Nobody called that league Farmer League. Praise God. You can't, you can't have that kind of person and still, and still be trying to bring him down. You, your own, you, your own way will be cut off. <laughs> it will be cut off. Hallelujah. So, two things that you must understand about honor. The first two things you must understand about honor. First, honor is of the heart. If it's not from your heart, it's not honor at all. It's not honor at all. It's not honor at all. Have you seen all those people that, hey, they will greet you in front, but at the back, hmm. It's not from the heart. They will just be giving you better yimu. <laughs> it's not from the heart. And this is, and this is, this is something, this is something that God punishes. Praise God. Let's put up that scripture from, from the first service. About Eliab. Eliab. First Samuel. First Samuel. Uh, he said, I've, I've considered him and I've rejected him. Yeah. He says, so it was. When he came, this was Samuel. Samuel was coming to anoint um, a king when God rejected Saul. And he came to the house of Jesse. And as he entered, he saw somebody, he saw this guy, very huge and big. He says, so it was when, he, when they came and he looked at Eliab and said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. He says, but the Lord said unto Samuel, he says, do not look at his appearance or at his physical um, stature because I have refused him. He says, for the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Praise God. What did this guy do that God refused him? What did he do that he refused him? Do you know, do you know when you apply for a for, for visa and you, you bring all your documents... The only time they refuse you, Bush, is that they have considered all your documents. They have considered all the things that you have put. Whether this visit will turn to Jakba or this visit you are going to come back. If you don't have enough ties back home, they are going to refuse you. Praise God. So it means that they've considered your documents. They've considered your financial statements. Say this one, they don't doctor them. Praise God. 
That is when they refused you. It means they must have considered. God had considered Eliab. And I said, but there was no mention of this thing. There was no, there was no way they, it was mentioned. And I went to First Samuel. First Samuel. Chapter 17. It says, now Eliab, the, um, his oldest brother. This was when David now went to, this was now when uh, David went to the battle, when Goliath, the people of Philistine were harassing Israel. It says, and now Eliab, his eldest brother, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men. It says, and Eliab's anger was arose against David. It says, and he said, why did you come down here? He says, and with whom um, have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? He says, I know your pride. He was just attacking the guy. They sent him a message to come and give him food and check what is happening. But he was attacking the guy. Because he was asking, who is this person that is terrorizing the people of Israel? He now says, I know your pride and the insolence in your heart. For you have come down to see the battle. Verse 29. He now said, and David said, what have I done now? Okay, what did I do you? Is there not a cause? Hallelujah. But in actual fact, the Bible says that he, 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 he was bringing down David. Hallelujah. There was something, there's something I'm actually looking for. I think... Put, put the amplified, um, he was trivializing his importance there. Yeah, thank you. He says, I know your presumptuous, presumption over confidence. He says, and the evil in your heart. This was this, this guy, he was bringing, trying to bring down David. You, you are in the battle, you did not fight. You are afraid. Somebody that wants to fight, you're now telling him something else. He was, he was bringing down somebody, he was bringing down David. He was trying to bring down his confidence. Hallelujah. This was what God considered. That this guy, he does not value any other person. Everything must be from him. Do you know those type of people that if, if it's not their idea, they will not implement it. They will want to frustrate it. Or they will not want to be a part of it. These are people that are not honorable. They don't honor any other person. You know, maybe in your office, maybe they put you in a team. And maybe somebody is bringing ideas. You are, you are constantly cutting it down. Cutting it down. You now say, eh, let me sleep over it. What are you sleeping over? If the idea is good, run with it. Praise God. You must constantly see value in other people. Constantly see value. This was what God saw and he refused him. Because he would have brought another Saul into the, into the equation. Do you know why he rejected Saul? Saul cared all about himself, not about the people. He, he cared about his appearance in front of people instead of to please God. He, he wanted to safeguard his face. Do you know those kind of people? Praise God. They just want to appear right in the, in, in the face of people. And that's why God rejected him. Because he, he didn't have 
the heart. He didn't have the heart. He didn't have honor in his heart. Praise God. Number two, the second thing that you need to know about honor is that honor is of faith. You have to, you have to, you have to apply honor with faith. Because there are some people that, there are some people that they will not treat you honorably. Your, your, your response shouldn't be, shouldn't be in dishonor too. So you must, you must respond. You've got to respond in faith. Knowing that you don't pay evil with evil. Glory to God. You must, you, you, you've got to know, you've got to know that you have to respond in faith. That's why they say you must pray for those who despitefully use you. Nowadays, people now complain, hey, they are using me and they are dumping me. If you are not useful, they will not use you. It is only people that are useful that they use. And in, and in, in your usury, you become better. Don't, don't, be, don't, be, don't, be, don't be angry. Don't be angry when they give you more work or they give you more responsibility. I was telling people yesterday in the prayer school. We had a, we, we, we run in a prayer school. Please, if you, can they still join? They can still join. Please, it's, it's a good place. All right. I was, I was telling them yesterday that don't be, don't, be, don't be scared of challenges. You know, many people still pray, Lord, take away my problem. Take, no, it is, that, is, that is a counterproductive prayer. Don't pray away your problems. Your problems, they are bread for you, for your, for your, for your upliftment. Because as you win, you go higher. Without problems, you, you, you stay in a place. You stay in a place. So make sure, you, make sure that you are, you are open to challenges. Open to challenges. Open to challenges. Because that is how you are being used. So that you can be useful. Praise God. So it, it, it has to be your faith. If somebody is misusing you, if you feel the person is mis, misusing you, the Bible says, pray for those. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing of faith. You know that this person is out there to hunt you and to kill you. And God now tell, is now telling you that, come to me in prayer for this person. That's the same thing. That's the same thing that happened to David. Saul was hunting him everywhere. He threw javelin. Chua! He missed. But David had, David had opportunity. The Bible says that he was close like this. He had opportunity to kill this guy, to take him out. But says, the Lord will not have me touch his anointed. Hallelujah. You, there, there, are people that have, that, there are people that have spoiled your name and you, have the, and you have the opportunity. Hey! Almost the opportunity. You say, ah, God. Let me just take forgiveness. Let me take for, uh, advanced forgiveness. But this one, I must kill him. <laughs> but God says, no. God, say, God is telling you no. God is telling you no. That's, that's, see, your, 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 your faith will be stained. Your heart will be stained. Don't repay evil. Honor the person. Especially if it's your leader. Honor the person. If it's your boss, honor the person. They may not give you the credits that you deserve. Honor them. Still do your work. See, we, we, as a Christian, we do our work as unto God, not unto men. 
Because anything we do, we do in the name of Jesus. Because we carry on us the mark of Christ. And that is how we honor God in our, in our reactions. Hallelujah. So the first thing is that honor is of what? Is of the heart, right? Please be with me now. And the second one is what? Honor is of faith. Hallelujah. So honor is of the heart and honor is of what? Faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. So every, every, like I said before, every, every failure is traced, is traced, is traced to the dishonor to God, dishonor to men, and what? Dishonor to principles. So let's, let's, let's start our story now. We have just 20 minutes left. Let's start our story. So in the first service, I did Eli. I did Eli and, and who? Noah. Eli and Noah. So this second service, I'll, be, I'll start from uh, Hagar. Hagar. Is it Hagar or Hagar? I'll do Hagar and um, my guy, Esau. Praise God. So Genesis chapter 16. Genesis 16. These are people that dishonored, dishonored their people. Yeah. So he went into... Okay, now, this, this was the, the point where um, Sarah, Sarah and um, Abraham, they were still looking for a child at that time. And the promise came. The promise came that they were going to have a child. But Sarah, Sarah now said, uh-uh, me, I'm old. He now said, see this, my outset. Let's, 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 fulfill the, let's fulfill the prophecy. You know, they wanted to help God. So she brought, she brought Hagar to Abraham so that they can do the work and, you know, try and surrogate. <laughs> Praise God. It says, then Sarah, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, her maid, it says, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband, Abraham, to be his wife. After Abraham had dealt 10 years in the, after Abraham had dwelt 10 years in the land of Canaan, so he went into Hagar, that's, he had sex with, with, with her, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, he says, her mistress became despised in her eyes. The, the, the person that you used to honor, because they've given you, <laughs> let me give you one street proverb. One of my guys will say, so I, I, I don't give you belay rub now, you want to bust her. So he gave her allowance. She conceived. He now despised Sarah. Hmm. She became dishonorable to Sarah. But look at the next verse. It says, then, hmm. Rhea Rumble wants to start. Then Sarai said to Abraham, he says, my, says, my wrong be upon you. He says, I gave you my maid into your embrace. He says, and when she saw that she had conceived, she became, it says, I became despised in her eyes. Hmm. The Lord judged between you and me. Verse 6. So, and Abraham said, Omo, now your, now your, now your house will do whatever you want. And she dealt with her severely. But look at verse 8. Let's, let's move, let's move. Verse 7, sorry. She um, threw her out. 
she threw her out. Because when you, when you, when you, are, when you um, are dishonorable, you'll be thrown out. Oh? Thrown out of life's goodies. It says, and now the angel of the Lord found her in a spring water in the wilderness. It says, by the spring on the way to uh, shore. It says, and he said to, to Hagar, she, and, she, and, and he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid. He still called her Sarah's maid. There are, people that, there are people that they want to cut off from the relationships that they have. But not knowing that these people are the ones that made you to where you are. The angel says, see, auntie, you still be Sarah's maid. You never blow. You never blow. The thing never, your, your blow never blow. See, you still called her Sarah's maid. Some of you, you have, they've given you little opportunity. They gave you small business to do. And you, you, you got something from it. Now you now want to be the one that is controlling the territory. And, somebody, and it's somebody that gave you the opportunity. Ah, you are still that person's boy. Forget. Don't despise the people that gives you opportunity. Don't despise them. Don't dishonor them. Celebrate them from our definition. You have to celebrate them. (laughs) Let me tell you one very interesting thing. You know, I gave my life to Christ very early, you know, and I now met one of my friends those those years. The guy now saw me. He said, so you are still, he's no longer, he's no longer a pastor or something, you know, he's just there. But you you know what he told me? He said, so you are still you are still a, you are a pastor now. I said, good, yeah, yes. Yeah. See, but you you supposed to be Jew. I said, God rebuke you. You know, some people some people they just come to sow some kind of seed into my into your life. Make I can't go start my own church. I mean, go call God now. You know, some people like like that. They they they, they feel that they are. They are, they, are, they are preaching now. They are doing well, you know. They've learned all the, all the trade that they needed to learn. And they now want to go and be on their own. When the person that taught them had not let them go. Even God, let me tell you something. Even God, eh? The, people, the children of Israel wanted to leave Egypt. Are you with me? Follow me here. Follow me here. The children of Israel wanted to leave Egypt. God did not just say, Moses, let this move, let, yeah, just, just move, just move, just move, leave, leave Pharaoh. God himself said, go to Pharaoh, go and ask for permission to leave. God honors authority. But, but some people, they, once they say, oh, no, who, who are they? When, when, when they start. There are people that have left like that to go and start their own. After, after, after some years, they've, they've entered oblivion. They're just going in circles, confused in life, not knowing what, what to do, where to go. I say, me, G, okay. No. This thing that I'm doing now, it is not my grace. There's the grace of somebody that is on me. The day I lose sight of it, Huh. It don't be. <laughs> Praise God. 
So always know that if somebody gives you opportunity, honor that person. Honor them. Honor them. Nowadays, nobody, nobody wants to serve anymore. Nobody wants to do any. There's, there's this particular guy. All right. I have, I have this, um, uh, all these Igbo, Igbo traders. You know, they, that they do boys. They do boys from, from young. And they, they let them go. You know, they settle them. And, and they become big now. I have, I have them plenty now, you know. Friends. And they are billionaires. You see them in, in short, so billionaires like this. Many of, the, many of the guys, many of the guys doing all the developments in all these areas now. All those boys. There are people that, there are market boys before. Market, market boys. That some of them, is just school sats they have. Primary six. Secondary schools uh, certificate, and they control billions. So one of my one of my other clients brought his family members that wanted to serve. Blah blah blah. The guy said that he want, uh, he wanted to learn something. The, both of them, the, the 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 this woman and and the guy, they've already agreed that they wanted to do plumbing. You know, plumbing, and I'd paid the money. She told me to pay the money, 100K for the learning process. Brought the place. The guy came, he said he does not want to do it. And I said, okay, but who brought this idea first? Is it plumbing you wanted to do before? He said, no, that just wanted to start business and be doing business. I said, you have to learn first. In, you have to learn first. And I, and I called this my billionaire mentor and friend. And I said, okay, that chicken, no. Do you know the guy? I said, and the person that introduced uh, him to me, I know that one very well because that one also will vouch for him. The next thing, that the, we have arranged meeting on Thursday. We had arranged a meeting on Thursday. This boy did not show up. Oh. Hi. He said he had gone to Ibadan. Hey, Lord God. I just say glory to God. Thank God. You know, the man just told me, see, you have just dodged the bullets. Because you would have brought that guy now. You would have spoiled the relationship both of us had. But be mindful, be mindful that you've got to honor relationships. You've got to honor relationships. Don't be quick to cut off. Don't be quick to burn bridges. You now know where you are going to. I'll give you another example. You know, Abraham and Lot, all right, in the Bible, God spoke to Abraham, leave thy father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make your name great. I will bless you exceedingly. Through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. But Abraham carried who? Lot with him. They were going together. Lot was prospering in the name of what? With the word of what? Abraham. But now, be careful. Lord's headsmen, not Lotto, Lord's people and Abraham's people. And it was not Lot and Abraham that was fighting. If you read that story very well, it was the headsmen of Abraham and the headsmen of Lot started having issues, territory issues. The place couldn't contain them because of what they had. Now they were now fighting. Or they, Lord. Abraham said, Why are we fighting? 
Let us dwell together in peace. No, but the, the people behind him were still fighting. He now said, okay, choose anywhere you want to go. If you go right, I will go left. If you go left, I will go right. Ditozo. Ditozo self chose. <laughs> you, didn't, you, you have never heard God before. You never knew how all these things came. And you had the audacity to choose a place. And where he chose was green, was lush. He went to, not Canada. <laughs> Let me know, before people say I'm against Canada. He went somewhere. Praise God. But in that place, he met his destruction. He lost everything, lost his wife, lost his family. So be careful how you want to you want to you want to end relationships. You want to end th- people that have helped you. No, 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 no. Be careful. Be careful. You are trivializing their value. You think you think uh, uh, you now know what to do. The Lord is with your strength. So Hagar, they told they told Hagar, Hagar, see this thing, eh? You are still Sarah's. Servant, maid, praise God. Let's do the, 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 second, the second person, Esau. Hebrews, let's just do Hebrews chapter 12. I don't want to read the long story. Let me read Hebrews chapter 12 and 16. It says, it says Let, lest there be any fornicator or what? Profane person, like what? Esau, who for one morsel of what? Food sold his birthright. Who is a profane person? A profane person is somebody that takes lightly. He takes lightly the things of God. Have you met all those people that say, ah, now Bible will go chop? I believe that thing. Let us be real. <laughs> those, are, this, this, this are, those are profane statements. And let's see how he ended. Let's see how he ended. Who for a morsel of food sold? Go back, go back. Who for a morsel sold his birthright? All right, verse seventeen. For you know that afterwards, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was what rejected. See, it is that is that is shorty. Is shorty. If you dishonor principles, if you dishonor people, you'll be rejected. We have several rejected people go roaming around because of how they've dishonored principles. They've dishonored God and dishonored other men. He says, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. He says, he found no place for repentance. He says, though he sought it diligently with what? With tears. Pain. Pain. Serve the Lord. You, no. The, the church is in the hearts. All those people. You know, you see them plenty online. The church is in the hearts. You can know God for yourself. If, it's God that also said that, gather here. So you now choose, you choose, or you have, you have now become your own God. Praise God. The Bible says he sought it with tears. He sought it diligently with tears. Verse 18. What, what did he say? All right. So Esau was a profane person. 
He didn't take, he didn't take seriously the things of God. I'm charging you today. Begin to take seriously the things of God. Take it seriously. That is how to honor God and to stay in line with God. Your success is tied to how you honor God. Your success is tied to how you honor the Lord. It's tied to how you honor the Lord. It's tied to it. It's tied to it. Let me do one more. I still have five minutes. Let me do, let me do Eli's one. The one for Eli. I know that somebody is telling me to do uh, Elisha. But they will go and read it by themselves. <laughs> May the Lord open their eyes. Amen. You know, many people are, are quick to, to kill pastors. If pastor does something. But it's the same pastor that will pray for you and you will be blessed. Maybe he does one mistake. It's everywhere in the world. You, you begin to bring his weakness outside. As well. But let me not even talk about that. Because Pastor K has dealt with that one severally. So let's do Eli. The last one. Can you put up the scripture? Eli is, um, glory to God. Are you learning something at all? First Samuel chapter 2. First Samuel chapter 2. It says, behold, the days are coming. It says, I will cut off from the army. Now, let me just give you the story so I will not read long. Eli was the priest in the house of God. And his children, his children were... We're, we're, taking, we're taking the best part of the sacrifice that they sacrificed to God. And we're, they were taking it for themselves. And God told Eli, caution this your sons. And to be candid, Eli spoke to the sons. But they did not change. Eli spoke to them and they did not change. They didn't change. But what God, what God expected from him was for him to take action. God wanted him to take action. Praise God. So you as a parent here, you are giving your children excuses why they are behaving badly. <laughs> it will get to a point where, you know when you are, when you are pouring um, cement into a container, after a while it will cake. You, and when you want to now remove it from the container, you have to break the container. And that is what God wants you to avoid. He wants you to, he wants you to take action when you need to take action. If you need to beat the child, you, need to beat, you, you have to beat the child. Because God gave you those children in trust so that you can bring up a godly seed. That is how you honor the Lord. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that they should go. He says, and after they are, they are grown, he said, they will not depart from it. Hallelujah. I know how many abara my, my mother gave me. I'm here preaching. People say, ah, no, he's, he's, he's abused. He's this one. Who is abusing me? <laughs> Praise God. When you do that, you explain to them that, see, if you continue your life like this, this is where you are going to end up. Nowadays, you say, well, we only want to be communicating with them. Want to have conversations. Hmm. 
Let me talk like Pastor K. Conversation key you there. <laughs> it's good to have those conversations. But when you need to draw up the, the rod, Abi Mommy. Ha. You draw the rod out. You draw the rod out. You draw the rod out. Don't disappoint God. Don't disappoint God. Don't. Because the, the, the challenges that we are facing in church here, eh? the madness, you know people say, ah, the church is full of uh, hypocrites. It is, it is the people that did not train their children from home that, that are here. Let us face the fact. And they are the ones that are causing troubles everywhere. If the house, if the parents did their jobs, we'll all be coasting. We'll not, we'll not have sugar daddies and sugar mommies. We'll not have runs girls. True. So we've got to do our job. Hallelujah. You've got to do your own job. We've got to do it. Praise God. And that is how we honor God. In bringing the children in the right way. Bringing up the children in the right way. Don't say, no, you can have anything you want. You can. Now the people will go loot the whole country. I will end with this story. There's <laughs> one, one, one guy. One guy like that. You know. All these uh, people that they will fake prophets. They break fake prophets. So he prophesied to somebody that was close to us, you know, my family, my mom's person, my mom's sister, actually. And the day my, my, my mom's sister is the very big doctor in the U.S. You know what that means? She has, she ho pepe. I know when, when they know that you have money, they will prophesy lie. So when, when she, now came to, she now came to Nigeria to meet with him, I was, the, I was the one that drove. I went to pick her up and I brought, and I brought her to the hotel that she, he, he booked. So she, she went downstairs to go and check something. And they left the two of us in the room. She left the two of us in the room. And we were watching news. And they were talking about people that were looting. They were doing things. This guy didn't even know when this thing came out of his mouth. He said, he said, ah, this treasury, he would just put a pipe from the treasury to his village. Ah, say God, hey, my, my auntie don't have one chance. <laughs> I just went outside. I went to call my mother. See what I'm hearing. You know, when, when prophecy has entered love, when love has entered prophecy, that's why Pastor K will always say, know God for yourself. Know God for yourself. Somebody prophesying to you. Some of them make profits of all these people. Hallelujah. Praise God. So when you, when you dishonor, you, you, you cut your access to the good life that God has for you. You won't have any strength to pursue. You won't have any strength to pursue anything meaningful. You'll just be toiling and exerting energy. 
You'll be toiling and exerting energy. And no meaningful results. Then access to long life. For those that are here that you don't honor your parents, your father and your mother, they say that it will not be well with you. I'm not abusing you. It's what the Bible says. It will not be well with you. See, your life will be cut off. Cut short. People will take your place. Then it will not just end with you. It will affect your own children. It will affect your children. And you endanger your household. It will endanger your household. So honor is not a choice. It is a must. That is why if it's of your heart and if it's of faith, you will stay in the right track. Nowadays, people don't honor old people again. They enter somewhere and they are standing. You see young boy that will still be sitting. Or young girl will cross their leg and be pressing iPhone. They cannot give, they cannot give regard to an elderly person. Praise God. May the Lord help us. In the name of Jesus. Can we just rise?